Hey, welcome in everybody. This is the Southlot Football Guys podcast. Ready to break down week 13 action here with you. We're a man down this week. No Robbie. He's uh, working out of state for uh, for uh, the, the company, man. Uh, but uh, me and Adam here are down to break it down, and uh, we got Robbie's pick, so we'll we'll let you know what he's thinking. But uh, Adam, how we doing? Ah, oh, man, we're, we're, we're rolling. Uh, you know, record says I had a good week last week betting, but I, I literally bet all the games I've lost were the games that I bet. I went 1-5 on games I bet and 10-5 and five overall. So, not, not, not great luck. Just got to pick better ones, I guess, to put the, the actual cache down on. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I was right there with you. Uh, we'll we'll get to it here in a second. But uh, two big plays for us uh, wound up uh, coming up just short, and uh, we just uh, we got to bounce back here. That's all there is to it. But uh, yeah, that three thirty afternoon window is heartbreak city. The noon slate looks so good, uh, and then yeah, just it, it died. But that's okay. Um, we'll break it down here. So. Um, Starting off with the lead pipe locks uh, last week, Adam, you had uh, Titans money line and Seahawks minus three. Oh, that was uh, yeah, you know, bad. Yeah, those are bad. Titans, horrible roughing call on the on the holder or the snapper. Yep, lost them the game. Not sure they would have won, but they at least had a they chance. had a chance. Um, yeah, Seahawks. Yeah, they collapsed in that fourth quarter. Couldn't. Couldn't stop the run to save their lives. Josh Jacobs called, made them, made them a bitch for the entire game. Three hundred total yards. Yeah, um, that pissed me off something royally. But uh, I also thought they should have gone for it on fourth down and midfield and overtime. You know. The, yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty get soft. Ball back anyways. The way their defense is playing, they can, right. they can get three yards. You're at midfield. Um, you already at forced home. one punt. All you need is a field goal. Like, yeah. just go for it and try to get ten yards. Yep. Um, yeah, that was that was ridiculous. That was almost like playing for a tie at that point. I didn't agree with it. Uh, Robbie had the Panthers plus two. That was a a great call as they really took it to the Broncos. That Broncos team is just a a nightmare and. Uh, We'll we'll get to it a little later, but uh, I guess it, it was uh yeah, but I guess it was Russ's birthday, and uh, she threw him a birthday party and wasn't happy with the Broncos team attendance. Wait, wait, Sierra threw Russ a birthday party, and I guess like half what day? only like half the team showed up. Uh, it was on the team off day, so yesterday oh, or Monday, whatever day it is, I don't know. Uh, fuck, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, so she, yeah. I guess there's there's uh, trouble in paradise because Russ's birthday was was weak. Um, wonder if future was there. Uh, yeah, but Sam Darnold came in. the The Panthers were they just kept pounding, and uh, that was a great call, Robbie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they look great, and that Broncos team just is a dumpster fire. So, uh, little uh, Thanksgiving action. I had the Vikings minus two and a half. This was a weird game. Uh, I thought I was screwed for about 98% of this game, and then somehow uh, a little special teams help, and uh, Vikings managed to cover there. But uh, that was a wacky one. Yeah, big, big. Uh, I was, I was on the the Patriots, and that that touchdown, no touchdown call, and then the, the kick return for a touchdown. That that's like a, what 11 point swing in yep. a matter of seconds. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That Vikings team keeps on finding ways to win. It doesn't seem like they're that great, but here they are, what, 9-2 and two now? That's uh, two uh, just brutal uh, outcomes in a row for the uh, the Pats with uh, with the special teams. So, uh, As far as the podcast parlay went, we were, we were heavy on the Seahawks, minus 3.5, so unfortunately that didn't work out. Uh, we were on Chargers minus three. This game, uh, we were we kept wondering where the dog was that was in Justin Herbert, and it showed up at the very end, but not enough. Uh, and uh, yeah, Chargers wound up barely squeaking a win out, but uh, they did not cover the three. The the, the two point conversion. Um, yeah, you know, what, regardless of what you thought about that decision, it didn't. It wasn't in our favor. Yeah, that, that's for sure. Yeah, from a football side of things, you know, I respect it, but yeah, it just it didn't work out for Scamble. Sure, there's a lot of people in our situation. Yeah, fading the fading the cards and got fucked there. Uh, team minus four though. The 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 
team that keeps yeah. on giving. Uh, we just might need to <laughs> just ride the team. Uh, yeah, they've got a big, uh, big NFC East uh, matchup here. Could be like a loser goes home well, they, type situation. They play three weeks from now, or two weeks. From they now, play again, again yeah. yeah. So two out of three weekends. Um, interdivision. One of those two teams is going to make the playoffs. I don't think both are. Yeah, you know, Giants are kind of trending down right now. Uh, so I mean, this is their chance though, to to kind of right the ship and and put some distance between them and the wild card. So we will see. Um, but yeah, that wild card spot right now, that final one, it's pretty much Giants team and uh, the Seahawks battling it out. Now that the, the Niners, Lions, uh, Lions them a chance. <laughs> had the had the Lions not blown that game to the Bills. Uh, on Thanksgiving, they would have been absolutely square in the middle of the playoff yeah. picture, which is hilarious. Um, but uh, so yeah, we went uh, one out of three last week, uh, so not great, but uh, looking to bounce back. Uh, Adam, what uh, what do you have for asshole of the week? Uh, it's gonna be me. <laughs> uh, asshole of the week for week twelve is me. Um, just just how I how I gambled and told people I, I I gave out the Chargers heavy I gave out the Seahawks the Titans pretty much everything I said what's gonna happen last week didn't um, and then and all the games I didn't recommend were 100 percent hits so just it's one of those weeks where you know my wallet's just screaming at me what the fuck did you do what the <laughs> fuck did you know um, it, it was just it was just rough and I I, I, I you know I gave out a lot of uh a lot of plays last week, and all the ones I gave out were just bad, bad losses. Well, we're going to bounce back here, but uh, you know, John Fox always says the best ability is availability, but I disagree with him. I think the best ability is accountability, and that's what you're displaying right now. So, you know, I'm trying to change, uh, change up the mojo. Yeah, I think you got some. I good looked karma in the mirror this morning and saw some week thirteen winners. <laughs> well, uh, I for for my sake too. I hope you're right because um, I'm I'm searching as well. It's been a rough November, but uh, I'm going to throw in a, a honorary nomination for asshole of the week to the Seahawks front seven. Uh, just chose not to guard Josh Jacobs the entire game, and then uh, really just left it to the safeties to to fill run gaps like eight yards down the field. Um, it was. I was so pissed. They're getting beat <laughs> off the ball. Just yeah, I was I was so angry watching that. Uh, pretty much every time the Raiders had the ball, they could do whatever the hell they wanted. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was not great and uh, lost a lot of money because of it. But that's okay. Um, yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it was it was one of those weeks where I didn't even want to look to see how I did against the spread. And then when I did on Tuesday, I saw that I went ten five and one, and I was so pissed. Yeah. You know, all five losses were the ones I bet. But uh, you know, we're bouncing back. I I don't know about you. I've got uh, I've got I think five. Let me count these up real quick. Are you I, talking about your locks? No, no, no. Oh. Uh, my confidence plays. I got ten confidence plays this week. Normally, I I give out about six. I got ten for you this week. So you know, well, we're, we're what do they say? Uh, when you're driving in the snow, you gotta you gotta steer into the swerve. That's that's exactly what I'm doing right now. So it's well, if it's anything like your locks, uh, eight and four this year, killing them. Yeah. So you know, hopefully we can uh, we can keep it going. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll get right into it here. Uh, Starting it off with the Thursday night game. Uh, you know, really, I just want to uh, put a precursor on this whole week up and down the slate. You know, we've got uh, 15 games. I think. Like twelve of them are good and like have like very big implications. So this is this is a great week of football. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Last week had some rough games and some good ones. This week has a bunch of really good ones and only a few rough ones. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited. But we're starting it off with a banger right away. It's the Buffalo Bills taking on the New England Patriots. Uh, the Pats are four point underdogs at home here. Over under in this one forty three and a half. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to ride the bills here. Uh, minus four. I know they've looked a little shaky last, uh, last couple games. Uh, but it seems like, uh, at least that Thanksgiving game, uh, Allen's elbow was starting to uh, feel a little bit better. You saw, uh, you know, he went downfield in through, uh, one of the passes of his career to digs to get them in position for that, uh, field goal to win. 
Um, so I think that arm's starting to feel better. Plus, you got the long layoff. And on top of that, um, you know, last two seasons, the Bills have absolutely owned the Pats. Uh, they've blown them out in several games. I'm Pretty I'm all, every game except for, the, for except for that snow yeah. the wind the the wind game can't take anything from that yeah so I'm I'm all in on the Bills this week I, I I'm not gonna lock they're not my lock but uh, I really like the minus four uh, I think they should be able to cover that um, I just think uh, offensively uh, it's definitely just a uh, you know they're on a different class than this Patriots team. Um, and uh, I think that they uh, they should be able to do it. It's kind of strength against uh, strength here with that Bills offense against that Pats defense. But I think the Bills got the better unit, uh, so I think that they should be able to take care of business. But uh, Adam, what are your thoughts? Yeah, this this one uh, this is going to be a good game. I'm going to take the Pats getting the points here at home. Interdivision matchup usually I favor. You know, home dogs in, in these interdivision matchups. But uh, given it being a short week, um, Patriots, they should, uh, at least I'm hoping that they, they were a little bit more prepared. Last week it didn't work out. But like I said, last week that game could have gone a thousand different directions. I, I'm not going to take anything from that Pats-Vikings game uh, too seriously. Um, I thought Mac Jones actually played very well. Best game of his season thus far. Um, and this Bills defense is um, pretty susceptible. I mean, you know, the Lions put up a number on them. They they really haven't been good since the first three weeks of the year. Injuries have really taken a toll. Um, you know, I I I'm just gonna lean on the team getting the points here. Uh, I, I I expect both offenses to sort of you know do their thing. Um, you know, I the game plan for each offense is pretty uh, pretty straightforward. Pat's going to run the ball. Bill's going to throw the ball. Um, but, yeah, strength against strength. I'm just going to lean with the Bill Belichick coached team getting the points at home. But I, I can see this one going either way. Yep. Uh, Robbie also on the Pats this week uh, with the uh, the four points. So should be uh, should be a pretty good game. Over-under in this one, 43-and-a-half. So we'll see. Uh, uh, you know what happens there. I think this one's got a chance to go over, especially with uh, I don't know the the Pats gave up quite the number to the Vikings uh, a week ago last Thursday. So we will see. All right, next game up, uh, we've got the Broncos taking on the Ravens. Uh, Ravens are eight and a half point favorites at home here, with the over under set at thirty eight and a half. This would be one of the three games I alluded to that isn't very good this week. Um, I, uh, I'm actually going to take the Broncos here plus the eight and a half. I'm just a little bit concerned about the way that the Ravens are playing that I'm just, I am not, uh, comfortable, uh, going with the, the heavy spread here with them. Uh, you know, we saw the Jags, uh, come back from, uh, on them last week. That defense is looking rough and, you know, maybe this is just exactly what they need to play this, uh, decrepit Broncos offense, but, uh, I don't know. I just I don't have a good feel for it, and something just feels a little off. Um, I kind of have had this all year. I've I've played the Broncos uh, at times, but uh, I also I also feel like at any given moment they're they're going to be able to hang with a, a decent team. So uh, not thrilled with the way the Ravens have been playing. I'm going to stay off this game entirely. Uh, but Adam, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, this is this is a tough one. Uh... Two uh two offenses that are really struggling right now. Um Yeah, you know, it's hard to it's hard to fade it's I mean it's hard to take this Broncos team given you know, they've looked like the absolute shit show of all shit shows. Um I think they started off two and one and then just it's it's just I mean, they look bad in those two wins too, but it's it's just been all bad. Um but this Ravens team, especially on the offense, they're just struggling. They don't they don't have a lot of healthy playmakers. It's just Lamar out there. Um, I think they're gonna. It seems like J.K. Dobbins was practicing this week. They really need some help. Um, but yeah, they're. You know, out of all the teams that can sign o- Odell, the Ravens are the team that need him the most and would actually benefit from from him coming in. They just they just need help at the wide receiver position. Um, but in this matchup, eight and a half is a lot of points. They're at home. I just think their defense is, you know, that that's the unit that's actually improved throughout the year. Um, so I, I think this Ravens defense really puts a clamp on 
on this Broncos offense and offense gets enough done to cover this line. But I, my only play in this game is going to be the under 38 and a half points. I love that. I just, there's no way that this, this game goes over, you know, 40, 45 points. Um, I, I love that under, I like the odds and that. When was the last time the Broncos scored over 20 points in this country? Cause well, they, they did, did it in, they did it in uh, London. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, they did it against the Raiders, right? That was the only other time. I think both matchups against the Raiders, and it, it probably speaks more to their defense than yeah. the Broncos' offense. Um, but, yeah, I like the under. Yeah, okay. Uh, we shall see. I might join you on that under. Uh, next game up, oh, oh, Robbie is on the Ravens as well, uh, taking the eight and a half points there. Uh, next up, we've got the Jets taking on the Vikings, uh, another big game. Uh, this game is in Minneapolis, where the Vikings are three-point favorites, and the over/under is forty-four and a half. Uh, I like the Jets here personally. I think uh, this is a. Uh, I think this is going to be a close game, and um, you know I'm going to have a hard time fading this uh, Jets team when uh, when uh, they don't have Zach Wilson under center. Um, you know they've uh, they seem to be playing good right now, and. Uh, I think that they'll be uh, they'll be able to keep up with this Vikings offense, and you know we know that this uh, Jets defense is one of the better units in the league. So uh, I, I'm just I'm thinking this is a close game throughout. I think it's uh, going to be uh, a little lower scoring too. Um, I don't think uh, the Jets will have quite the success they had last week uh, against that Bears uh, Swiss cheese defense. So. Um, uh, I, I like the Jets here, plus the three. They're not a confident pick, though, but for me, what is a confident pick is the under 44.5. We talked about it, uh, Adam. You know, Vikings put up a number on the Patriots last week, but they got some special teams help, so uh, not sure you're going to see that again. Uh, and uh, I, I just I like this Jets team to uh, keep it close here, so um, put, me on the, put me on the line for the under here. Yeah, for this one, I'm going to take the Vikings. I'm not going to bet this game. I, It's hard to tell what to expect from this Jets team. They definitely look good with Mike White at the helm, um, a little bit more balanced. And, you know, he he's just a much better quick game passer than, uh, than Zach Wilson at this point. Um, and I think that it benefits their offense and is a better fit. Um, but, you know, the Vikings, every time I've, I bet against them, they seem to – find ways to cover these lines three three points at home isn't a lot to ask uh versus this jets team um you know i'm just gonna i'm not gonna bet this one but it just in terms of the picks i'm riding the wave with the vikings here i think they they have enough to get it done uh really good battle to watch it's gonna be sauce gardner versus um justin jefferson those are two future stars or they're both already stars but just the future of both those positions in the nfl should be a good one yeah, the new Revis Island in uh, New York uh, definitely uh, is sauce. Uh, Robbie is also on the Jets in this one. Uh, likes them uh, to uh, yeah, at least get in the three points. So uh, we'll see. Should be a good game. I'm excited for that one. Uh, next up, we've got uh, another just great matchup. Uh, two division leaders. It's the Tennessee Titans taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are five-point favorites at home here with the over-under at 44 and a half. Um, I, I really like the Titans here. Uh, I just, you know, this is one of the lines that surprised me. I expected this to be um, inside of that kind of crucial number for me of four and a half. Um, usually close games uh, tend to find their way inside of that four and a half number uh, in the NFL. And uh, yeah, I just, I think. Uh, I think this is a good opportunity for the Titans to bounce back uh, from that effort against the Bengals last week. Um, you know, I think they've got a lot to prove uh, after that game. And the Eagles have uh, looked a little bit rough uh, lately, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, they gave up quite a number to the uh, to the uh, Packers uh, last week, a run-heavy team. And, uh, you know, there's no more of a run-heavy team in this league than the Titans uh, so I, I'm feeling pretty good about the Titans here getting five points. Uh, but I really also like the under here, you know, two top 10 scoring defenses going at it. Um, I, I think this is going to be kind of just a, an ugly slugfest uh, on Sunday, uh, low scoring game. So uh, 
that under 44 and a half uh, suits me. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm with you on the Titans. I'm not going to make it a confident pick, but, uh, you know, I, I feel pretty good about them. The old, my only concern with this game is if the Eagles jump out to a lead. Um, the Titans just aren't that kind of team that I feel can keep up in a high-scoring matchup. Not sure they will need to, but, um, you know, the, these games go certain directions that n- n- nothing we can foresee. And uh, the, there's a scenario where the Titans just, you know, are out of it and can't keep up. Um, you know, the Tannehill, since he's been back from his injury, hasn't looked 100%. Uh, you know, and their offense is getting better. Traylon Burks had a really nice day. Um, I hope they start utilizing him more, uh, getting him more targets. Um, but, I mean, matchup-wise, Titans should be able to stay, uh, you know, this is a good matchup for the Titans. Eagles, their biggest weakness as a team is their run defense. Uh, you know, it's probably the biggest straight run game is probably the biggest strength uh, for the Titans. I'm just a little concerned about the Titans secondary. Um, they've been very susceptible. Um, last week they got torn up at home by Joe Burrow and T Higgins, Samaj P. Ryan. Um, Eagle, Eagles have a lot of weapons. So uh, I hope their secondary plays a little bit better, but still five points here. Uh, a little bit too much for me. Robbie also on the Titans here, uh, plus five. So uh, all three of us like the Titans getting big points here. Robbie also has them as a confident pick. And Robbie, yes, did add them as a confident pick. Correct. Uh, Next up, uh, interesting game. Uh, Both teams not out of it here. Uh, Steelers uh, taking on the Falcons in Atlanta. Uh, The Falcons are one-point underdogs here with the over-under set at 42. Um you know, Steelers, uh, especially on the offensive side of the ball, have been playing a bit better as of late. Uh, Pickett appears to be uh, coming into his own uh, and is making improvements week in and week out. Uh, they got a, a big win on Monday night against the Colts a week ago. And, uh, you know, the Falcons uh, lost a tough one to the team on the road in kind of a sloppy condition, so they're looking to rebound as well here. Um me personally, I like the Steelers here to win this game. You know, it's it's basically a pick 'em at the one point spread, which uh, I agree with. I think this game could go over uh, either way, but uh, I I do like the uh, over forty two here. You know, we have seen the uh, the Steelers uh, get gashed here as of late, and uh, you know, in terms of a scoring defense, they're they're not as good as you may think they are. They've given up a. Uh, uh, a good amount of points. I think they're averaging just over 20 points a game uh, allowed. And, uh, you know, they got the fast track in Atlanta here. I think both teams are going to be able to put up some points. I already talked about how that Steelers offense is making big strides from where they were earlier in the year. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of the over in this one, and I'm going to make it my lock of the week. Love it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm taking the Steelers here money line as well. Um, I actually just flipped them to a confident pick. I, you know, a lot of things I've watched. I've watched the Steelers games for each of the last three weeks, and, and they've they're a team that is playing a lot, hell of a lot better than a record. They gave the Bengals a run for their money. A uh, couple plays there could have flipped that game. Um, you know, last week, I mean, they took control of that game in Indy Monday night. Um, a little concerned about them with the short week here, but they're a well coached team. Mike Tomlin's going to get them ready to play. Um, but Kenny Pickett's really taken a step forward the last couple weeks, uh, you know, as a passer. Uh, he's, he's using his legs, which is opening it up. Uh, I'm not sure if Najee Harris is going to play for, in this game, but they, they have a pretty good um, – uh, Benny Snell played a little bit last week, but uh, I'm blanking on uh, Hart, their backup Um I, I I don't know, uh, but their 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 backup running back isn't isn't too far uh, removed from what Najee's given them this year. Um, but yeah, the Falcons, you know, they lost Kyle Pitts for the year. They're they're struggling right now to find any sort of um, rhythm in the, in their passing game, and you know, I think the Steelers' defense is capable of. You know, putting the clamps on this Falcons running attack. I, I think the Falcons are going to get get theirs at home, but I, I just I trust the Steelers' offense a little bit more uh, to capitalize um, in this matchup. But yeah, 
should be uh should be a good one. I, I think the Steelers still still think that they have a chance and are going to play hard. Falcons obviously have a chance with how bad that NFC NFC South is. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, Falcons are still very much in the driver's seat to uh, take that division if uh, they can grab a couple wins here. So uh, we will see. Um, Robbie is on the Steelers as well, so that makes three of us liking the Steelers this week. I'm, I'm not going to make them a confident pick. I saw you remove them. Took it off. Yeah, no, none of us are confident on the Steelers. Uh, the only confident play I have in that is the over. Uh, okay, next game up. Uh, this one uh, may not be interesting from a standings viewpoint, but uh, certainly will have headlines. It's the Browns uh, heading into Houston to take on the Texans. Uh, the Texans are seven point underdogs at home here with the over under set at 47. And, uh, you know, the shield loves, uh, to create entertainment and they, they did just that. It's, uh, Deshaun Watson's return. Uh, I'll be curious to see what kind of reception he gets in Houston. Can't imagine it's going to be good. Um, you know, this is, uh, this is an interesting game. I, uh, I had really liked the Browns initially, at uh, seven points, I had them in there as a a confident pick. But the more I thought about it, the more uh, just with everything going on in this game, uh, it just seems like an, an abnormal event um, where something off the wall could happen. Uh, I could see that Houston team being slightly more motivated uh, than on a typical week and uh, competing a little uh, more heavily. So I still like the Browns minus the seven, but uh, I'm going to remove them uh, from a confident pick. But what I do like in this game is uh, the under 47 here. You know, this Texans team really hasn't been able to do much offensively in the last three, four weeks. Uh, You know, they've looked very inept on that side of the ball. And, uh, you know, this uh, Browns team, maybe there's some growing pains uh, for Deshaun. Uh, Maybe things don't click right away. Uh, once they get into game action, or maybe he's a little bit nervous about the reception he's going to receive, so maybe he's a little bit off. But uh, I just think the 47 is a little bit too high here, so uh, I'm going to take the under in this one. Yeah, this <laughs> Shields loving this matchup. This is uh, this going to be a good watch. Um, yeah, I'm actually going to take the Browns, and I'm going to make them a confidence pick. Uh, I mean, last week, I don't know if any team had a bigger win than the Browns pulling it out uh, against... The Bucks in overtime uh, really saved their season. Uh, David Njoku, one of the catches of the year, um, coming down with that touchdown on fourth and ten, unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I just think this Browns team is is really in it. Um, despite being five and seven, uh, their remaining schedule is pretty easy. And and if Deshaun Watson can play like this any semblance like he was with uh you know pro bowl quarterback of the texans this is a dangerous team um you know they, they have the tiebreaker versus the Bengals. uh they play them next week um browns have had the Bengals number the last you know ever since kevin stefanti took took over and the way that the ravens have been playing you know they're not out of it for this division um and you know i think you know you know texans will be motivated um, you know, I don't know NFL locker room how much those guys are going to be, you know, I guess fighting to beat Deshaun Watson. Uh, I think NFL locker rooms are a little bit different culture than mainstream media and everyone else. So I, I, I'm not going to take too much into account there. Um, I just think that the Browns need this game and I, I, I think it's going to give them a spark to be honest. Um, he didn't play that well during the preseason. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, the practice reps he's been getting is going to help him to sort of shake off the rust. I, I don't expect him to be great this game, but they're such a better team. I, I think his presence is going to give them a lift. And, uh, yeah, I, I like the Browns this week, and I like them going forward. Robbie also liking the Browns this week. He's got them at a, as a confidence pick at minus seven as well. All right, next game up, we've got uh, the Jaguars heading into Detroit to take on the Lions. Uh, this game, uh, the Lions are one-point underdogs at home with uh, the over-under here set at 51-and-a-half. A uh, little disclaimer, this is the Jerome Boger game, uh, so we, we got to at least call that out. Um, but, uh, Adam, why don't you kick this one off? 
yeah, no, I, this one uh, almost made this my lock of the week, but um, decided to go with another one. I, I love the Lions here. I like a money line, you know, getting a one point. It doesn't really make a difference. Um, this Lions team has been extremely competitive at home. They have not lost by more than a touchdown uh, all year. I mean, honestly, both these teams should have a lot better records than uh, what they have given point differential. But, um, you know, a lot of people are going to say in this matchup, Jags, you know, they're favored, but they're the sleeper team. But having watched the Lions a lot this year, they, you know, they have every bit an argument that they should be better record-wise than the Jags. Um, and they've been playing it good at home going back to last year. I, I don't know why they're dogs here in this matchup. They had the you know the longer longer rest playing on Thursday, um, and to be honest, they should be motivated. They almost went in and beat the Bills on on Thanksgiving. It was they played they played great. They they played well enough to win. Just didn't go their way. Um, you know, I, I think they come out strong here, and I wouldn't be surprised if the, you know they beat them by a touchdown or more. I've seen I've seen Trevor Lawrence play maybe two good road games his entire career. Um, for them to be favorites here. In Detroit, I don't understand. Jags, Jags are out of it, really. I mean, I, Lions do have a shot here. I, yeah, I didn't really understand this line. Give me the Lions. Yeah, I, uh, I like the Lions as well. You know, I think if uh, Trevor Lawrence doesn't go ninety-two yards to beat the Ravens last week, I bet the Lions are three-point favorites here. Um, Absolutely. This, this line also surprised me. I'm going to take the Lions as well. Uh, you know, I like a money line. It's basically a pick 'em anyway. But you know, this Lions defense, in particular, has really turned it around uh, the last month of the season, and and all of a sudden they're kind of becoming a a point of uh, strength for this uh, team. And uh, you know, they're turning around. Um, they were uh, really close to uh, beating the Bills on Thanksgiving, uh, which is crazy. Plus, you know, they get the long layoff from that as well. Um, but uh, you know this this team is just playing a lot better. Uh, they've got uh, weapons. You know their running game is is electric. Uh, Swift is really looking good, and uh, they've got weapons in the passing game as well. Uh, I'm I'm all in on the Lions here. This Jags team has not played good on the road at all, uh, with the exception of that uh, game they beat uh, the crap out of the Chargers. So uh, I, I'm just uh, I'm not seeing why the the Lions are underdogs here. Uh, I think it's a little bit of recency bias on that that big Jags win last week. So uh, I'm all in on the Lions. Uh, Robbie also in on the Lions, and he's making it a confidence pick as well. So that's three confidence picks on the Lions. He's also got the under 51 and a half, which uh, I don't don't mind this at all, uh, given how well that Lions defense has been playing. Uh, I think this is a good call. All right, next game up, we've got the uh, Packers taking on the Bears. Bears are four-point underdogs at home in this one. Uh, Over-under is set at 43. Uh, This one's kind of interesting. Quarterback situation still unresolved for both of these teams. Um, Rodgers is saying he's feeling a little bit better now than he was on Sunday night. Um, And uh, we're still kind of waiting to see with Fields whether or not he's going to be able to go um, so who knows kind of what this, this game is going to look like, but, um, you know, based on what we're seeing, I think with this line, I think it's an assumption that both quarterbacks are going to be able to go. Is that, is that your feeling on it as well? Yeah. The reports I read Rogers is definitely going to start unless they decide to actually make a QB move to, uh, Jordan love. But, um, I think field is more of a question mark, but, um, he's been practicing limited this week. Um, granted, he was so close last week to playing. I, I'm I'm thinking that Justin Fields starts here. Yeah. So with that in mind, uh, I, I'm still gonna go with the Packers here. You know, this is uh, this is a spot the Bears have struggled, and we all know the the I own you uh, commentary out of uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, last year. Um, you know, I'm just this Bears defense in particular is is uh, a mockery. And uh, they can't stop anybody. Uh, the Jets uh, marched up and down the field on them all uh, last week, and I don't see how they're going to stop uh, this rushing attack of the Packers. So I, I think they should be able. Uh, the Packers should be able to cover the four here. So I'll, I'll take the pack. 
Yeah, I'm gonna lean the other way. I'm gonna take the Bears with the points. Um, you know, similar reasons to why I took the Pats. Uh, interdivision matchup, get four points at home, more than a field goal. Uh, I tend to favor th- that exact scenario. The home teams getting the points interdivision. Um, you know, in this matchup. I mean, going back to when they, when these two teams matched up on Sunday Night Football Week Two, um, you know that game was a lot closer than the score indicated. A, a, a touchdown call for Fields, ball ball crossing the plane could have made that a really close game. And that was back when we thought the P- Packers were Super Bowl contenders. Um, they're far from that now. Um, you know, I, you know, I I don't think the Bears are going to win this game, but I just getting more than a field goal. Fields is really taken a step you know since that last matchup their offense in general has um i think clay pulls due for a breakout performance um you know and, and yeah i just don't know how much this packers team has to play for this is the biggest game for the bears remaining on their schedule the the rivalry matchup against the packers and they're going to want to get one here at home uh regardless of their draft draft standing and what it does for their picks I like the Bears here. I think they're going to be motivated. Uh, I, I like them getting the points here. All right. Uh, Robbie is going to be on the Packers this week getting the four points, but uh, not confident in the spread nor on the over-under. Okay, uh, next game up, we've got a huge NFC East divisional matchup. Uh, it's the, the Washington football team taking on the Giants in the Meadowlands. Giants are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home the over-under in this one set at 40 and a half. Uh, this is an interesting game here. Two teams kind of trending in different directions. Uh, you know, the Giants had a tough time with the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. The team are on uh, quite the winning streak right now. What is it, four in a row? Uh, I think they dropped one, but they're, I think, six out of the last seven. Yeah, so the team team have really turned it around uh, on the back of uh, Taylor Heineke. So, um you know they've really been impressive here, uh, but this is a huge matchup because uh, you know both these teams are basically fighting it out uh, along with the Seahawks for that final uh, NFC Wild Card spot. Um, for me, I-, I like the Giants here, just getting the two and a half points, uh, with the exception of the Houston win uh, that the team had. All of their wins have been you know kind of crunch time, pretty close games. Uh, you know, Taylor Heineke's had to had to come in and make some, you know, throws late in order to beat some of these teams. Uh, so I, I think it could be a similar cl- uh, case. I'm expecting a very tight uh, divisional game here. You know, I know the over/under might seem tempting at uh, 40 and a half to go the over here, but I think this could be a defensive showdown. I don't want to touch that um, that number. I, I could see this being a pretty low-scoring game. Uh, we saw last week in the slop uh, in in Washington that that game uh, didn't touch uh, uh, 40 points. So it wouldn't surprise me if the under hit here as well. But uh, I'll take the Giants plus the 2.5 points. I, I don't think I'm betting this game. Just uh, a lot of uncertainty here. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to go against the team when, uh, when they've been as hot as they are. But uh, my gut is telling me Giants. But, Adam, what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, first of all, you're right. They have won three in a row. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to take the Giants here. Um, sound like a broken record, but interdivision matchup, home team getting points. I love them. Um, but I, I, I think this is one of they, – they play they play again in two weeks. Uh, I think this is a home-and-home situation. I think Giants get theirs at home. Team get theirs at home too. Uh, and I, I, I have a tough time seeing one of these two teams winning both these matchups. Uh, you know, this this is one of the matchups of the week. I, I'm really anxious to see this. I, I think the Giants have underperformed last couple of weeks. A lot of people are fading them coming to earth, but I still think they they, they got a good team. Uh, I, I think they're going to be right there at the end for a, a wild card spot. Uh, you know, I you know Saquon's got a little wear on the tr- tires. Um, he's starting to slow down, I think, from where he was at the beginning of the year. Not surprising with how many carries and touches he's had, but... Uh, it's, it's something something about this matchup screams uh big Danny Dine performance in the clutch. Uh, I think I th- I just think the Giants get get it done here, but um, you know, wouldn't be surprised in two weeks if the t- team comes in and you know gets it done in Washington. But yeah, give me the home team getting the points. 
Robbie also on the Giants this week, uh, but not uh, putting a confident bet in uh, for the Giants or on the over-under this week. So, uh, But you're right. I mean, this is a, in a week of marquee matchups. This one's right up there near the top of uh, one I'll be uh, trying to watch. But the fun doesn't stop there. Um, we've got uh, another just absolutely great matchup here. It's the Dolphins taking on the 49ers. In San Francisco, the Niners are four-point favorites at home. Uh, Over/under in this one set at forty-six and a half. There is the potential for some rain here, Adam. Yeah, um, you know we're pretty far out, but uh, forecast is calls for um, you know this one could get a little sloppy. I don't think it's going to be torrential downpours like we saw in MetLife last week. Um, but you know I, this one, you should factor in a little rain. All right. Um, you know this one's uh this is this is just a very intriguing matchup for me. Um, this Dolphins team, I, when two is in there and he's healthy, they have been uh, the team to beat in the NFL. And uh, you know they they beat the Bills at home. Uh, you know they they whooped on the Ravens uh, on the road uh, in a in a high scoring affair. So they've beaten some good teams. Uh, but this I think this is the test to tell me how far this this Dolphins team can really go. If they can go into San Francisco and beat this Niners team, um, you know, just a tough place to play uh, against a great defense, you know, this is going to be the one that tells me whether this Dolphins team really has playoff standing power. Uh, So I'll be watching closely here. I I like the Dolphins, though. Uh, Not going to bet a money line, but I think getting the four points here, that just seems like great value. Uh, you know, as I've said, since two has been in there, nobody's been able to beat this team. So I at least like them to keep it close, uh, especially, you know, if the Niners, you never know what you're getting, uh, out of them on the offensive side of the ball. Are they going to have an explosion where, where Debo goes off, uh, like they did against the Cardinals, or is it going to be, you know, just kind of a slugfest and they're just going to grind it out on the ground like they did against the Saints? Um, so it's kind of up in the air of them. I don't have nearly as much confidence uh, in their offense, but they do have, uh, you know, a top. I think their top three scoring defense in the league. Uh, definitely one of the premier units. Uh, so this is just, you know, we talk about strength on strength. This is this is really uh, a showcase for that. Uh, so I, I like the Dolphins here uh, plus the four, but I also like the over forty six and a half. We've seen this Dolphins defense give up points. Uh, this year, and we know they can uh, they can rack it up on the offensive end. So the 46.5 seems a little low for me. So I'm confident on the Dolphins plus four, and I'm confident on the over at 46.5. Making a change. Uh, Dolphins plus four is my lock of the week. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I felt good about it. Uh, just thinking about it a little bit more. This, this is a really, really favorable matchup for the Dolphins. Um, so a lot of a lot of revenge spots here for the Dolphins too. Um, Jeff Wilson Jr. revenge game. He's brought a different element to this Dolphins team where they just didn't have before, like a power running back that they can lean on for heavy heavy touches. Uh, Chase Edmonds was not that guy. Raheem Mostert also a revenge spot uh, was not that guy. Um, you know Mike McDaniel, uh, disciple of Kyle Shanahan. You know, I'm not sure how much revenge is on the, on the mind, but he does know a lot about the strengths and weaknesses and exactly what Jimmy G can do. Uh, more so, you know, than a lot of other coaches that the 49ers have gone up against. I think that really favors the Dolphins. Um, their defense has slowly gotten better each and every week. Uh, they started off, they were sort of a, a shell of what they were supposed to be, but um, especially against the pass, have really gotten better over the last four or five weeks. Um, you mentioned it, you know, when this team has been fully healthy, no one has beaten them. Um, I don't think the 49ers secondary is going to be able to stop the the duo of Waddle or Hill. Um, few secondaries have, but um, I think that's the one vulnerability of this 49ers defense. And, I mean, you saw last week at home against the, the Saints, only putting up 13 points. I, you know, I, I, I just think, uh, this team is getting a little bit more credit than they really deserve. Um, you know, they beat the Cardinals in, in Mexico 
handedly, but we we all know what that Cardinals team is at this point. They're, they're a bottom five team in my opinion. Um, yeah, I just you know I I think this is a good spot in the beginning more than a field goal. Um, you know I I, th- I think that this is a more of a prove a game for the 49ers because they haven't played anybody good in a long time. Um, I think they're gonna. I think they're going to be shocked. I, I like the Dolphins to win this game, but my lock will be the Dolphins getting four points. This this is, uh, and I'm on uh, all over the over with you too, Evan. I, you know, I, 46 and a half, it's got to be one of the lowest numbers for the Dolphins this year. And they've covered more lines than any other team in the league. Yep. Uh, yeah, just, uh, I don't know, that one jumped out as being a little low. Um, 49ers overrated defense, I'll say. Even if, even if it rains, though, I mean, Kind of have to monitor the weather because if the rain is substantial, that could put a, a, a unintended joke damper on uh, on the uh, amount of scoring that happens in that game. But yeah. uh, I don't think it affects the spread, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think it affects the spread, though. I agree with that. Uh, Robbie also on the Dolphins, and he likes them confident as well. So that's three confidence picks on the Dolphins. Feels like we'll be talking about them a little bit later in the show. Um all right, let's talk about our next game here. We've got uh, the Seahawks taking on the Rams in L.A. Rams are eight-point underdogs at home here. Uh, the over-under in this one set at 41-and-a-half. Um, you know, this is a uh, this is an interesting game here. Seahawks uh, are looking at uh, back-to-back losses um, with a bye in between. Uh, they obviously lost to the Raiders last week at home, which we talked about. Uh, but uh, they did lose in that Munich, right? That was the Munich yeah. game uh, to the Bucks three weeks ago. Uh, you know, each of those last two games, they they weren't able really to stop the run uh, well, and um, you know, so they're definitely looking for a bounce back there. But uh, you know, they uh, I think they might be in luck here because they face a Rams team that is uh, totally inept offensively, but uh, in particular, their run game is is just non-existent. Um, and uh, you know, they're they're down a, on their uh, third string quarterback at this point, so it's a rough season for the Rams. Uh, I like the Seahawks here. The line is uh, I don't know if I said the line. Uh, it's Rams plus eight over under forty one and a half, but. Uh, I like the Seahawks here, minus the eight. I'm not going to make it a confident pick. Uh, just a little skeptical of what I saw last couple weeks. Um, you know, with their rush defense, they've really been gashed. So I want to see them make some strides there to shore that up before uh, I put heavy cash on them again. But, uh, Adam, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I like the Seahawks here. Almost made them a confident pick. But um, just, you know, trying to head tail my expectations on the Seahawks team I've been betting them really hard uh it's been good up until the last couple of weeks um but you know they they, they got to prove it to me in this matchup before I I lay the money hard on them again I, I think it's a good matchup for them uh this is going to be essentially a home game for them in LA um you know Rams were you know they showed up a little bit more than what I expected in 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 uh in Kansas City uh, they had a lot of turnovers in their own um, deep in their own territory, so that game, honestly, their defense played a hell of a game to keep it, keep it that close. Um, I think they, I think forced they forced five, field four goals. or five, yeah. like red zone field goals, yeah, yeah, which is hard to do against the Chiefs. So, um, you know, they still got they still got pieces on this defense, uh, veteran laden team, but uh, I, I I think uh, Seahawks are are just a superior team at this point. Um, you know, I. Yeah, I think my favorite play in this game, is this matchup, is going to be the over 41-and-a-half. Um, yeah, I, I just think that number is way too low. Uh, Seahawks, you know, they, other than that that Munich game, they're they're trending uh, as one of the top offenses in the league. I, I think, you know, Jalen Ramsey might shut down DK Metcalf, but they don't really have a second quarter to shut down Tyler Lockett. And with Aaron Donald out, uh, you know, I, I think – uh, Kenneth Walker goes off. He's had a couple down weeks in a row. Um, I expect them to have a bounce back. And and you seen what this this Seahawks team. If you could stop the run and make them more of a passing, you can beat that uh, the Seahawks. And you've seen it the last two weeks now that they've played the last two matchups against the Bucks and the Raiders. You know they they really limited the run game. Um, 
and it's worked, but I just don't think the Rams are built like that and can do that in this matchup. Um, give me the Seahawks, minus eight. Yeah, Robbie uh, is confident on the Seahawks, uh, minus eight here, but also on the over. Em, did you want to touch on the over at all? Oh, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I did. It, oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, I'm on the over. Um, so, yeah, uh, over 41.5 and, a half and uh, minus eight for the Seahawks. Robbie both confident on there as well. All right, uh, next game up, we've got the Chargers taking on the Raiders. Raiders are two-point underdogs at home here, over under 50-and-a-half. Um, this, uh, this is an interesting game. Adam, why don't you kick this one off? Yeah, god damn, I hate betting these two teams. I, I had the Raiders as my confidence pick, but I'm going to take them off. Um, there's just so much volatility with both of these teams. I... I I, I just don't, you know, as much as I want to bet the Raiders here money line, um, and I might just not not anything substantial. Um, yeah, it, both these teams, these are the two most volatile teams in the league right now. And I think going back, the last three matchups have been decided at the last second. So um love getting the points here with the Raiders. But I'm just worried. Mike Williams, if he plays, that gives them an element that they were – sort of missing against the uh, the Cardinals. Um, the Cardinals, if, if they've done anything right over the last two years, it's been shutting down number one wide receivers. They do it every single week. Um, so, I, I, you know, I think they, they really put a, a damper on uh, Keenan Allen. They didn't really have another weapon to step up and really take the mantle. Uh, DeAndre Carter had a decent game, but, um, you know, they were really missing, missing that second second guy um so if he's if he's in in this matchup i i think that you know leans the leans the favor in in terms of uh the chargers but um you know this run game with with josh jacobs i don't think the chargers are going to be able to stop that and that's why i'm going to take the the raiders money line in this matchup but you know david carr or (laughs) david carr Derek, Derek carr um josh oh my goodness um, and, and Herbert, th- those are just, I don't know what the hell, I don't know if anybody can predict what's going to happen. I can see the Chargers winning by 14. I can see the Raiders winning by 14. I can see this being a tie like it almost was week, week 18 last year. So, uh, I just, I can't advise any confidence pick in this game. Um, I do like the over though, 15 and a half. I, like I mentioned, both, both, both these defenses are bad. So, uh, I, I, I think that that over hits couple things I noticed uh, last week. I watched, for the most part, just about every play of that uh, that Chargers-Cardinals game and uh, watched a fair deal of the Cardinals a lot this year. And they have not been able to run the ball well at all, uh, especially James Conner. And all of a sudden, James Conner was able to tear up this, uh, this Chargers defense. And... That Chargers O line looked terrible last week. They got absolutely torn apart. Um, I might take a look and see uh, what the over under is for Max Crosby sacks. But if it's if it's like one and a half, and you can get that at uh, around even plus money, money. Oh, or plus one and a half, you're going to get plus if you can get plus money for that. Like I, I think I might take that because uh, that that uh, Chargers o-line was a disaster last week um really was the reason why uh that game was even close um just because they could not protect herbert at all um i'm gonna go with the raiders here uh like i said just two concerns you know adam you touched on the running game but yeah i'm I'm real concerned about that chargers o-line uh the raiders you know they've got a good running game um you know they've really been able to lean on uh uh, Josh Jacobs, in particular, you know, 300 yards last week. I don't think we're going to see that again. But um, you know, Devontae Adams can pretty much get whatever he wants out there on the field. It's just a matter of if Derek Carr can get him the ball. Um, and then you know they've got uh, they got Matt Collins. That's you know a nice fill-in for them. Uh, he's kind of filled that void uh, that Waller uh, kind of has left as he's been out injured this year. So um, I like the Raiders here plus the two. I I think I. I am going to take them off my confident pick here as well. Just as, as I'm thinking about this, I'm like, why, 
why put so much stock in a team that has been such Jekyll and Hyde this year? But uh, they are playing better ball of late. Uh, I think we do need to give them that much. Uh, the last three weeks, they've looked a lot better. Um, but, you know, this team is 4-7. and seven. Chargers are 6-5. and five. Raiders win this game. They're one game back of the Chargers, and all of a sudden, it's you know they're they're talking about pushing for that wild card. So we've seen it happen last year. Yeah, uh, I, I I have a feeling whether it's the Browns or it's the Raiders, one of these four and seven teams is just going to come out of nowhere like a fucking bat out of hell and uh, make a real hard playoff push, uh, if not both. So I'll take the Raiders here. <laughs> you know this Chargers team, they don't blow anybody out. Uh, so I think we, we know the Raiders are always in tight games. So I I think this one's tight. Um, so I'll just I'll take the team getting the points. Yep. Uh, Robbie is on the Chargers uh, this week. He likes them to cover the two here as well. Okay, next game up, we've got the uh, Chiefs taking on the Bengals. Bengals are at home in this one, uh, and they are two and a half point underdogs. Uh, over-under in this one set at 52.5. Adam, I'll have you kick this one off. Uh, two of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, this one was actually going to be my lock until I changed it to the Dolphins. But uh, I, I, I'm confident with the Bengals uh, getting 2.5 points at home. Um, you know, I there's something about this Bengals team. They, they, they found themselves the last two weeks, um, two, three weeks, uh, Joe Burrow is playing out of his mind right now. I think early, the early season struggles really had to do with uh, the appendix loss and him losing 15 pounds. Uh, he looks as good as ever. Um, really playing with confidence. Him and T. Higgins, uh, you know, they really got something going. And Jamar Chase is going to be back for this matchup. Joe Mixon likely back. Um, so they're going to be full strength heading into this uh, AFC, AFC uh, championship rematch. And, you know, with... All the firepower that the Chiefs have, um, you know, you saw it last week. They struggled to get in the end zone. I, they're not, they're not a hundred. They don't have the weapons that the Bengals do, uh, which is crazy to say. Um, but you know, I think the Bengals figured out a way to stop the Chiefs last last year in the playoffs, and that was with Tyreek Hill. Um, you know, I, I Travis Kelsey's going to get his, but I just don't think with Kadarius Tony out, Juju a little banged up, Michael um, Hardman out, that the, the the Chiefs had the weapons here uh, to keep up with this Bengals team on the road. For them to be two-and-a-half-point favorites, um, the way the Bengals have been playing, I think that's disrespectful to Joe Burrow, this Bengals team. Um, yeah, I, 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 I like the Bengals here to win outright, uh, you know, and getting a two-and-a-half-point if you're not feeling the money line, I, I think that's uh, that's great. If you can get this at three points, I would absolutely hammer this. Uh, I think it's going to be close. Yeah, uh, obviously these two teams played each other close in the AFC Championship a year ago. Uh, again, this game was in Cincinnati, and the Bengals uh, snuck it out, winning by three. Um, I, uh, I'm i going to lean on the Bengals here as well. Uh, like you said, Adam, you know, the Chiefs, their big playmaker is is uh, Travis Kelsey at the skill position spots. But outside of that, there's just not that much there. They seem to be really searching uh, for somebody else. Signing every running back or yeah. trading for every running back that's They're, available. Yeah, got a, uh, a Rojo sighting there, which is wild. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I'm, I think the Bengals are going to be able to pull this one out here as well. Um, but it should be a great game. I mean, Mahomes is really playing well. Uh, he's taking care of the ball, and um, you know it should it should just be a very good matchup. Uh, we'll see if if the Chiefs D line is able to. I think that's really going to be the key is if the Chiefs D line can really pressure uh, Joe Burrow and and make him uncomfortable. That could swing the game in favor of the Chiefs. But um, the fact that you can get the the Bengals here at uh, two and a half point underdogs, I love that. And like you said, if this goes to three, I mean. Yeah, we're we're talking that's lock of the week territory right there. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you on the Bengals, but uh, should be this is a marquee game. I wish this was Sunday night. Um, yeah, they should have flexed this. I don't know. Sunday. I don't know why this didn't get flexed, uh, but uh, this should be a great game. Jerry said no. Yeah, Jerry Jerry called it the hit on this one. We got uh we got Jeff Saturday instead, but uh, yeah, um, Robbie is on the Bengals as well, and he likes him as a confident pick. All right, Sunday Night Football, as we just alluded to, uh, it's the Colts taking on 
the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys are 11 point favorites here at home. Over under in this one is at 43 and a half. And I'm going to lead it off with Robbie's lock of the week. Uh, right now, you can get the Cowboys first half money line, or I'm sorry, first half spread uh, minus six and a half. And he's making that his lock of the week. Uh, frankly, I think that's a good bet. Um, I like that more so than the 11 uh, that the total spread is at. Um, I'm going to actually take the Colts here. I don't have a good feel for this. Um, just feels like this is an instance where uh, this could kind of be a sneaky close game. So I- I'm going to ride with the Colts on this one. But Adam, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I like the I like the Cowboys here covering the 11 point spread. I'm not too uh, worried about the big line. I mean, I do like Robbie's uh, six and a half point first half um, to get that under a touchdown. I, I think is a good bet. Um, yeah. Th- a couple of things. This Cowboys team, um, it was a miracle they didn't cover last week, to be honest. Uh, they they downright dominated the Giants. Um, you know, I think getting Zeke back really brings a, a physicality to that team um, that that they need in some of these close matchups going into the, going into the playoff run, especially around the goal line. Um, this Colts... This Colts team, you know, they they get they had a little wave once Jeff Saturday uh, took the helm, but I, I think you saw that sort of fade and die out um, last last Monday night. Um, so, you know, rest here plays a huge factor. Dude, Colts coming in on a short week playing Monday, and the Cowboys getting the extra four days from playing Thursday night. I I don't know how the scheduling allowed that allowed that um, allowed that benefit, but I I mean that 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 alone should take three points. Uh, from this spread, yeah, I love the Cowboys here. I have them as a confident pick. Um, you know, defense—they have the pass rush to really get after Statue Matt Ryan. Uh, this could be a huge blowout. Don't be worried about the eleven points. I, I love the Cowboys here. I love the under too. Or no, man, I do not love the under. That's next game. All right. Well, yeah, we you know uh, Robbie's on the Cowboys though with that uh, that first half lock. Um. Yeah, you might. You know what? You swung me, Adam, with the with the rest and everything. I don't know. I just had a weird feeling, but you're right. That's it. it, it would be different. Their division is so tough that they every game is. A they gotta. Effort. They gotta keep the pedal on the metal. Yep, you're right. All right, Monday Night Football. We've got uh, a big uh, NFC South divisional matchup here. It is the Saints heading into Tampa to take on the Bucks. Uh, Bucks are three and a half point favorites at home in this one. With the over under set at forty, um, I like the Saints in this one, uh, covering the three and a half points. This just feels like too many points uh, for me personally. Um, you know, we all know that the Saints team uh, has played this Bucks team uh, very close. Um, you know, they're playing good defense. They played very well uh, on the road in San Francisco last week. It's just on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, they couldn't get anything going, and uh, would have been a much closer game if uh, not for a couple bad turnovers, basically at the goal line uh, for the Saints last week. Um, but uh, I, I think the Saints will uh, will show themselves well. You know, this is a big rivalry game for them. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore and Mike Evans are always getting into some sort of an altercation in this game, so I expect it to be to be heated, uh, tensions high, and uh, you know, just to kind of solidify this for me. This Bucks uh, offense still uh, doesn't seem fully right. We were wondering maybe with that game in Munich if uh, if they had righted the ship there a little bit. But you know, last week against the Browns, granted it was on the road, but they had every opportunity in the world to put that Browns team away, and they just couldn't move the ball on offense. Um, and uh, you know that really lost them the game uh, ultimately. Was the you know their inability to move the ball on offense uh, in the second half of that game, and uh, you know it just makes me wonder what's what's something still going on with that Bucks uh, offense, which is not fully clicking yet. So when you factor in all that with how well the Saints play and that this Bucks offense still just doesn't have it figured out, I think three and a half points is too many. Uh, so I'm gonna go with the Saints. And I'm actually gonna make it a confident pick. Yeah, I feel pretty good about the Saints in this matchup too. Getting getting the three and a half points. Um, you know, I think this game should be real close. Saints, like you mentioned, have had the Bucks number, the, you know, the entire Tom Brady era other than that playoff matchup. 
uh, two years ago. Seems like forever. But, um, you know, one of the biggest mysteries for me this whole season is it's the Jameis Winston and why is not why is he not starting over Andy Dalton? Yep. Um, don't really have an answer for that. Apparently he's healthy. Um, you know, I, I think Jameis, who, you know, a little erratic, but I, I think he gives them a better chance to win. Um, you know, I, um, yeah, that, that's sort of besides the point for this matchup. Um, defensively, I think the Saints really match up to this Bucks team. They have in the past, uh, the question is going to be on offense if they can keep up. Um, you know, I, it's this is a tough one. Uh, I, I think both teams are going to struggle offensively. That's why I love the under fifty point or forty points. Um, Monday night, I, I you know I have a tough time seeing an offensive outburst from either side. Um, but I I, I just think they're going to lean on Kamara. He, he could get 20, 30 touches in this game, and you know I don't think the Saints are going to win this matchup. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me. And, you know, they're right in the thick of it for this division being four and eight, which is ridiculous. But, um, yeah, I like the Saints getting the points here in a division matchup. Robbie right there with us. He's like in the Saints plus the three and a half as well. All right, so let's do a quick recap then on the lead pipe blocks this week. Adam, you're on Dolphins plus four. Robbie had Cowboys first half minus six and a half. And I'm taking Steelers-Falcons over 42 for the game total. Um, as for the podcast parlay, uh, we had talked before the show, and we were thinking Titans plus 5, Lions money line, and Dolphins plus 4. Again, that's Titans plus 5, Lions money line, and Dolphins plus 4. Adam, any, any reason to shake that up now? No, no, I feel, uh, you know, I feel real good about that. Got, um, I think we got a good, good shot of winning this week. I'm a little nervous about the Titans, but um, you know, they they should keep that one close. Yeah, just uh, you know, if, if that defense keeps kind of playing up to the level that they've played at the last uh, few weeks, maybe with the exception of last week, um, I think this game should be close. Plus, I don't know the 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 Eagles. Uh, just haven't haven't looked quite the same as they did maybe those first eight weeks of the year. So yep, very true. we'll see if the uh, Titans can capitalize. But uh, that's going to be it for our episode today. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We'll be back next week, uh, hopefully at full strength, with all three of us back in the same room again, uh, going over week 14 and hopefully recapping a winning uh, uh, podcast parlay for you guys. But uh, until then, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you later. <laughs>